All right, so here we go. Episode number 47. This is the audio edition of the Coach's Notes. And normally I would be bringing you the linked edition today, but, well, if you've been hanging out with me on social media, you know that um, my right hand is not in the best of shape. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here's, this is an interesting thing for me. So, um, um, I've been, well, pretty much was, was it Sunday? So this is how this, is how this went down. It's, everyone's been been getting pieces bits and pieces of it on social media but this is how it went down so sunday well actually started a couple of days before that as in um you know our cat timmy you know he's uh likes being outside and all of that but we have um at least we have a neighbor that we know that likes to feed him so we've been missing for a couple of days basically um long story short on that when he'd been missing for a couple of days so we thought once he did come back we finally found him and that we keep him in the house for a few days now he's an outdoor cat he likes going outside and we subsequently have bought one of these cat trackers now which is how all this is linking up together we bought this cat tracker on sunday um and since he's been wearing it it had no idea how far this cat goes he gets some distance and he probably covers at least easily in a day seven miles worth of wandering and roaming. So he's a really big roamer. So wind, rewind again. So back to Sunday. Um, he's been in the house contained for a couple of days because he's been missing for two days. So we thought we'd keep him in and settle him back down before letting him out. In the meantime, waiting for his cat tracker to come which did come on sunday as well so and he was really getting you know antsy and the like and moaning and moaning so i decided i'd put on this collar and just take him out in the garden at least let the man get some fresh air but um then he just kind of bolted jet jiggle did a little um squiggly move and managed to get out of the collar jumped the fence and went off so i thought oh no here we go again who knows when he's going to come back so i jumped the fence after him go down ash path as they call it in search of him i think i went a little ways down called him and he came he's he's a he's a generally a good cat so he came um but then when i picked him up and started carrying him back towards the house i think he knew what was going down so he was getting a little bit you know a little low grumble growl as i was carrying him back towards the house and and he was getting more agitated as we got closer to the house um so he's he's in this state um ruth hands me the um pet carrier over the over our back fence and I'm just about to put him in it, and he's just like, I ain't getting in no pet care. I ain't going back in nobody's house. And he just turns around and latches onto me, like really digs in, like or like he's ripping, like he's a lion, ripping the deer apart. He bites into my hand, and I don't want to let him go because when he's in this state, then it's probably, who knows, we would have seen him again. So I just kind of held on through the pain of the bite. 
to get him into the pack carrier. And meanwhile, he's, you know, digging in deeper. <laughs> so I get him into the pack carrier. And now there's blood just pouring out of me all over the place. Looks like a crime scene back there on the pack. I mean, literally, his blood was just pouring out to me. Um, but we might have managed to get him in his carrier um, and get him back to the house and all of that. Um, and the bleeding stopped relatively quickly. I mean, like, by the time I got home, I mean, I was bleeding all over the place. But, you know, by the time I got home um, and put pressure on the wound and stuff like that. So, the, you know, the bleeding stopped. Um, and there was a little bit of swelling to start with, but it didn't seem that big a deal and I thought well if, if I because the bleeding stopped relatively quickly I thought maybe it was just a little bit of the blood just you know um hanging out underneath the the surface so I squeeze try and squeeze some of it out and then think all right well that's fine and then just kind of cover it up um and then thought okay well you know that's it I'll be fine but then as the day wore on or the afternoon wore on um it started getting really painful the hand and then when we took the bandage off and had a look it had swelled up nice and crazy so it was like okay um we need to go to the a and e um just to have them sort of look at it because it it got bigger and it was hurting really bad and I thought I could be a me. I was going to, you know, do my normal thing. I was like, ah, well, I could wait till tomorrow and go. But then I thought, well, if I go tonight, then I don't have to miss a day of work messing around at the docks. So I'll go to the A&E and they can just give me some antibiotics and I'll be on my way, right? <laughs> well, I went to the rugby clinic. And then they're all freaking out because it's like, oh, yeah, cat bites are worse than dog bites, um, essentially because with their little fangs, they go into the tissue deep. And even though he's vaccinated, they're like, he's outdoors and you get all, you don't know what they've been eating and stuff like that. And it's all the bacteria that they deposit deep into your tissue as well with these fangs. Um and so they were like, well, you got to go get it x-rayed and stuff like that. So this was at the urgent camp. So then they actually sent us to A&E, which is in Coventry. So we had to cut back in the car um, and drive to Coventry to go to their A&E. And if you spent any time in the A&E, you know, it's just not the most pleasant place to be. And the wait times are ridiculously long. Talking four hours um, of sat around in the emergency room four or five hours just sat there and it's like a disney ride man so we sat there in fact we sat there for probably about four hours and then i was thinking okay well you know you know can i come back in the morning so you know the lady said we have to see the triage nurses and they tell you so i was like look up you know I said, I need to see you so I could go if I wanted to leave. And then she's like, well, hold on a second. Then she goes and gets somebody else. He comes back and he's like, look, you know, these things are can be really, really bad. There's a specialist. He's on the rounds doing his thing and it's going to be a while. Um, if you go, then you're going to be right back here and it's going to be worse. And 
and you know you don't want to risk the use of that hand so i think all right so if he's been that heavy with it i'll stick around so i did and oh man hours later like a disney ride we get through the thing thinking all right okay now it's gonna go but then it's just x-ray then it's blood this then it's sit in the room for another hour anyway long story short and like you ain't going nowhere <laughs> Um, so bed down for the night. Of course, I hadn't brought anything because I just, I just assumed, you know, there we go, and wash it up, give me some antibiotics, and that be it, be done. But uh, nope, it's like not going anywhere. Um, and then they were going to put me up to surgery for the next day, so I had to go up to day surgery for the next day. So I spent the night down in A and E in some back room somewhere because they didn't have a space for me. But then they had a bed for me in the morning in the day surgery. So I go up there um, and see the um, surgeon comes around. He's like, yep, going to have to cut it open, clean it out. Maybe have to go even deeper if there's pus going further up the wrist and all of that sort of stuff. Um, they put me on the emergency uh, list to get me into theater. Um, about an hour or so later, getting naked, and then they're throwing me in the and 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 whatever that stuff that knocks you out, that stuff, sticking that up into my veins, and out I go. Um, yeah, and so yes, had the surgery on Monday, and they were like, "Well, we can't go home for a couple of days. We'll stick around, see how it goes the next day, because they wanted to see if if it continued to spread." if they would need to go back in again and luckily they didn't have to on the second day but he wanted to keep me around for another day um into the swelling and stuff it, it looked like it was going down more um so yeah i ended up i got out yesterday afternoon late afternoon they finally let me go <laughs> now um that's the story behind my giant cat bite there. But a couple of things came to mind. Two things. One, um, I don't know if I was being prophetic here, but uh, Tim Cahill is one of my favorite um, travel writers. And even before the bite, I was thinking I like his titles. And one of his titles of his book is, is Jaguars Ripped My Flesh. And he was playing off of the sort of 1940-ish sort of um, Pulp Fiction-ish magazines where they had really outlandish titles. So he titles a lot of his books in a very outlandish way. Um, nothing necessarily to do with the book itself, um, just the title. So he's got like that one, Jaguars Ripped My Flesh, Pecked to Death by Ducks, um, Hold the Enlightenment, Past the Butterworms, just things like that. And so this episode is... I'm calling it, you know, a puma ripped my flesh. <laughs> Just a bit of an exaggeration there. Although he did, cat did dig into me really well. And the thing is, his cat's pretty mellow. Cat is a really chilled out mellow cat. Um, quite cool. He just, as we see now on the tracker, the man likes to roam. I can't believe how far away he goes. And he's not just in the neighborhood. He goes out into the woods, spends a lot of 
time out in the woods. He goes on his little tracker. Tractive is what we have now on him. Uh, cat tracker. They make one for dogs as well. But he spends quite a lot of time out in the woods and then out in the fields. Um, as well as it looks like he has a number of houses that he visits. <laughs> the little sucker. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway. So, um, that's what the title's about. Jack, Puma ripped my flesh. Just borrowing from my boy Tim Cahill, travel writer, my favorite travel writer. Um, and I guess the only really reflective, reflective piece I had is, you know, you just, well, it's a Sunday and it's a normal Sunday. And I end up in the emergency room admitted to the hospital just like just like that just in a a second thing like putting the cat in a basket and getting bit and the next thing you know you know things are all looking crazy um so you know that makes you always pause it makes you pause to think of all the tiny little things that can happen in any day in any instance um, to throw one your whole day out of whack, your whole life out of whack in, in instances, you know, you just, just never know in, in any given time. So partly a message of maximizing time, doing whatever it is that you do. Then there was the other, and I spent, well, I was just in this hospital bed with nothing else to do, but, I mean, I did read a lot, but you just end up lying there and you read it and or thinking and or sleeping. But there's a lot of time for just just be with you with yourself. <laughs> um, and I did that. And, you know, I didn't spend a lot of time, you know, thinking about... I was just present. I think that's probably the best way to say it. I was just there in my little cubicle. Um, a lot of times just lying, staying at the seat, and really. Um, other times reading. I've been reading the... Um, biography on Kathy Acker and um, so nearly finished that um, yeah but it was you know, no great profound thoughts necessarily that come out of that I think it was just quite interesting to in essence kind of hit a reset button of some sort you know just reset your body has to stop and stay still Whatever drugs they were pumping into me has actually helped my knee out as well. So um, I got two for the price of one, it looks like. Um, and yeah, the body's just had a chance to just completely start to recuperate itself. Um, the wrist is still on the mend. Um, and I'll just rest and give it maximum rest so that I can heal relatively rapidly and get back into into the gig, into the game, you know? So, yeah, no great thoughts come out. I've thought, you know, with all the time, I sat around doing something that more would have come out. I actually didn't take very many notes, either one, because it was quite awkward to write with my left hand, and the other one was suspended from a rod. <laughs> so that didn't help very much. Um, and doing a sort of voice to text in the hospital with all these other people around me in various states of surgery and recovery didn't seem quite that appropriate. So yeah, I was just 
And I, I'm, in fact, I'm quite glad I didn't even spend a lot of time spinning around in my head. I just literally just was very own, <laughs> which is very there. I, thought I was getting stir crazy by yesterday just because it, I was anticipating going home yesterday and the doctor didn't come at the time that the doctors came and then everybody else was going home. <laughs> And I was like, what about me? And he didn't come until like two o'clock. So I was just, I I let my mind get away from me because I had anticipated that I was going to be going home. And in that anticipation um, of going home, then I started getting antsy when I wasn't going home. And it looked like I wasn't going nowhere. Okay, so very good. Um... I'm back. I'm back in the game. Um, we'll see how we get on over the next couple of days. I might do an audio version again on Sunday, um, depending on whether my little digits are ready to start typing again. And um, yeah, cool. Hope everyone is keeping well out there in whatever part of the world you are in as you listen to this. And let's see, you know, to be safe, be aware, be mindful, do whatever it is that you came here to do. Don't delay, because just stuff just changes, shifts in the instant, just like that. So, you know, do your thing and don't let anybody tell you otherwise or stop you or don't stop yourself. More importantly, just uh, go for it. Do your thing. That's me. Clay out. Peace. Mm-hmm.